Mindless Can, the podcast with radio personality Jane Lindley Thomas and psychologist Paul Bushel. Because every act of kindness, no matter how big or small, can change lives. In this series, Jane and Paul hope to enrich your life by giving you practical tools on how to be kinder in your relationships with yourself, with those around you, at home, work, and in your community. Welcome to the Kindness Can podcast from myself, Jane Lindley Thomas, and my work bestie, psychologist Paul Bushel. Hello, my darling. Uh, good morning, Jane. It's been a while, but it's so good to be back in this Kindness Can podcast with you. Absolutely. We've been busy little bees. <laughs> uh, it was so wonderful just to put you all back in the loop. Jane and I did a wonderful in-room session last week where we shared our collection of kind stories, where we share some of the amazing kindness that we have come across and encountered and reveled in over the last three years. Can you believe it? Three years of kindness can. How special was that, Jane? Yeah, it was really special. And, you know, big thanks to so many beautiful people's stories because, you know, we all play a part in kindness and we just merely the messengers. So if you are interested in finding out how you can get uh, the collection of kind stories into your organization or into your business, let us know, info at kindnesscan.co.za. So, Paulie, you have not been resting on your sweet laurels. You have been extremely busy and are soon to be an author of another two books might I say yeah it's been it's been quite a road though uh, I'm very excited to be launching my follow-up to my first hashtag raising kids book we're hoping to be releasing end of November hashtag raising mindful kids it's two years in the making I think the world had to teach me a few more lessons before I finished that one and I'm yeah, very grateful for a lot of those lessons So tell us about, I mean, how does the book differ? So the first one is about raising kids. Now we talk about mindful children. So is this like the first book that it gives ideas for families to sit around the table or in the room together and work through different activities? I mean, what's the format of the book? Sure. So yeah, the book's got a very similar look and feel to the first one. We wanted to create something which, of course, is beautiful and appealing, Uh, but also very hands-on and practical. So it's got over 80 practical activities for adults to do with kids to introduce mindfulness practices uh, into all of their lives. Uh, Mindfulness practices being the, the ability to connect with the here and now without judgment, with openness, with acceptance, and of course, kindness. And that's a very useful way of slowing the world down of creating moments of reflection, connection, and self-regulation. So give us maybe one or two of your most favorite activities to do in the book or something that comes to mind first. Yeah, well, like I say, it's been two years in the making. We really like sifted through different materials. And as the world has has dished out speed bumps, uh, we've also kind of reworked a lot of them. So yeah, we start off with some Entry-level mindfulness activities, Uh, there's some really great breathing activities, uh, visualization activities, affirmation type activities, and then we also wanted to introduce some activities which make mindfulness every day, so ways that you can build it into your your daily routine, so morning time, uh, mindfulness rituals, uh, evening time, mindfulness rituals, things like going out into the garden in the evening with a warm drink and doing some stargazing and then reflecting on that. And we also wanted to introduce fun activities around mindfulness. 
mindfulness doesn't have to be sitting in the lotus position and levitating. Uh, we've got to make it fun and exciting and accessible for young people. So we've also included some really cool stuff, interactive stuff with, with nature. There's a really nice nature scavenger hunt in there because I think a lot of parents worry that how can I get my kids to sit still long enough or get off their devices long enough to be able to connect with the here and now. And the answer to that is, of course, it's possible. Uh, We just have to make it accessible and fun and practical for them and their lives. Well, of course, I mean, we're doing it as a family together, but the parents are also benefiting from this because we battle as much as they do to focus in the here and now and get up our devices, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Well, I think one of the things that has stood out for me on the last 18 months journey is that human beings really need connection. They need connection with themselves and they need connection with other people. And of course, mindfulness type activities allow us to to do that connecting. So as always, like with the first book, we wanted to create something for adults, parents uh, to do with their kids so that they can connect because there's so much magic on the Raising Kids journey when adults do connect with kids. Uh, We've got so much to offer them, so much more than devices and all the other distractions. So if anything, these mindfulness type activities are a great way of just being with your kids, connecting with them in the here and now. I mean, I always say it, and I actually said it this morning on the way to school, because I just feel like my kids, especially around birthdays and Christmas, and I understand, but they every conversation kind of pivots around what they're getting, you know? And I just said, guys, like we need to just keep going back to the basics. And for me as your mom, obviously your safety is first and foremost, my most important priority, but also raising you guys as children that are grateful, that gratitude underpins your life. And all I'm hearing is I, 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 me, me, me. Can I swing this around and ask you, because you've been talking for the last 20 minutes on what you'd like for Christmas, what are you getting me? What are you getting dad? What are you getting your brothers and sisters? What are you getting your grandparents? Oh, gosh. No, well, gosh, we haven't thought about that. And I find it that one of the hardest things I find with, with parenting is living in an instant gratification world that is materialistic and it is online, just getting us into the room in the evening together not around a television or a cell phone is a very hard and B this constant craving of things and stuff. And I'm as bad as them, Paul. I'm not here finger wagging. I'm saying I also need to try and pull myself towards myself, but it don't come easy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we always say kids learn from what they see, right? So as much as we are seeing the values of instant gratification and materialism playing out in our kids' lives, we've also got to reflect on the fact that they arrived here by watching either us or other role models in their life do some of this stuff. And the only one, the only people who can really shift and change that for them is us. And so I think we've also got to start reflecting on some of this. We've got to make a value shift here of what's important to us. And there were, you know, coming out of the last 18 months, when we reflect back on some of our our lockdowns and our isolations, I just think of listening to friends and families recalling some of the 
the light moments, the best moments were when we were playing card games and laughing, when we were cooking together. Uh, they were pretty simple, non-materialistic, non-instant gratification type moments. And our kids got to see role models in that moment who were realistic and real and human. They weren't role models that were living on screens because let's be honest, those role models are so unrealistic and driven by values that we don't want our kids to grow up and aspire to that. Mm. But you say that our kids, you know, role model us, and I know that they do, but my kids are going through this stage where everything is a squibble and a squabble. And Mike and I don't squibble and squabble. We're not like, you know, angsty with each other and intolerant. Whereas the kids, they, they breathe down each other's neck in the wrong direction and it turns into an altercation. And I'm like, but we don't role model this. We live in such a lovely, happy, pleasant, connected home. But you guys, you box like it is a professional sport. Well, you I mean, I think we've also got to, as much as kids do learn from what they, they see, they are all on a developmental journey and, and during different phases in their life, okay, in terms of their neurological, their social, their emotional development, they will be exploring and experimenting with different ways of being in the world. And some periods of kids' life, we know where they are, even just in their brain development, they can be quite I, 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 quite egocentric. The world revolves around them. And so that's not entirely a reflection of, of their personality or our home as much as some of the developmental stuff they're going through. Our job as the adults in the room is to help steer them through that uh, and learn how to regulate that, how to manage that, uh, how that when you act like that all the time, that's not looking so good on you. Mm, absolutely. You're not alone is what okay. I'm saying. <laughs> Thank you. It feels quite isolated at times, but thanks. So Mindful Kids Raising, what, what is the title? Hashtag Raising Mindful Kids. And it's out when and how do people get copies? Yeah, so we at the moment are running a pre-order discount. So you can go on to our social media platforms at Raising Kids underscore essay. Check out our shop there. Or you can go onto my website, which is uh, B-U-S-H-E-L-L-Bushel.co.za and take advantage of that pre-order discount. And then books will be coming to your world towards the end of November. Is this a good opportunity to talk about the other book that you're, being, that you're releasing or do you want to chat about that at another time? Sure. You're busy. Yeah. Busy. Well, I think as it started off with a conversation with a, a friend who is expecting a beautiful child in her life and yeah on the back of that conversation we've also put together an affirmation journal it's called 52 weeks of love and it's a journal for parents navigating the first 52 weeks of their child's life where every week there's an affirmation and then space in the book for them to journal scribble rant uh, stick photos <laughs> collect tears uh, all the stuff that come with that first year of, of life, a space to kind of keep it all together. Lovely. Yeah. Gosh, so makes me feel even like tempted to have another child. Jokes. <laughs> jokes. <laughs> Double, triple jokes. And where can that book be? Where, when is that book coming up, Paulie? Yeah, same time. End of November and available in our stores as well. Fantastic. Well, I'm so proud of you. Gosh, if not an author of one, not two, but three books. I love your work. I love your heart. I love you. And I uh, couldn't be prouder. 
well, thank you for being just such a big part of that journey and an inspiration always. Yeah, thank you. All right, Paulie. Lots of love. We'll connect really soon. Yeah, go check out some of the cool stuff we're doing on our social media platforms at Kindness Can and book us to come talk to your team about our collection of kind stories. We would love to spend time with you. Chat to you soon. Lots of love. You've been listening to Kindness Can, the podcast. Find out more at kindnesscan.co.za.